0: Invested with purpose, making the most out of your time, talent, and treasures. Pull up a seat and join us as we uncover powerful testimonies that are sure to move and inspire you. Meet Christians from all walks of life and hear their incredible stories that will both motivate and challenge the way you view the world. These men and women exemplify Christian values and biblical stewardship in areas of mission, finance, entertainment, sports, and more. My name is Orlando. And this is Brian, and today we have a very, very special guest with us today. Today we have the founder and president of Timothy Plan, Mr. Art Alley. Art has been in this business for more than 40 years now. So he served in multiple roles, both in production and in management, before he was even at Timothy Plan. He's been at Timothy Plan since the very beginning, more than 27 years. It's been in existence. And he is the author of the book, Invested with Purpose. Mr. Art Alley, thank you for joining us.
1: Gentlemen, it is my (laughs) pleasure.
0: Likewise. Thank you. So, Art, before you started Timothy Plan... What did you do? little background. Well, you kind of gave
1: it. <laughs> uh, I have been in uh, – Timothy is actually 28-plus years old now. Okay. Uh, I spent uh, 18 years in the industry managing branches, doing personal production, um, helping clients invest their money when finally it hit me that I'm helping people, my clients – Hmm. Invest money in companies that are trying to destroy our culture. Wow. And, you know, we looked around to see if anybody was out there, you know, for companies that are involved in things like abortion. And back then, that was a hot issue. Uh, Pornography, uh, non-traditional married lifestyles, whether homosexual Mm -hmm. or bisexual. Nobody was screening that stuff out. There were some alcohol, tobacco, casino gambling. Uh, So it got to the point where either forget about this or start a mutual fund family that would be serious about screening these things out. And that gave birth to the Timothy Plan.
0: So question following that up, what does Timothy Plan mean or where did the name come from? How did you land on Timothy Plan? Oh, you had to get that in. Okay.
1: Well, uh, you know, I have learned over the years, uh, I've been married a long time, uh, that you need to consult with the little woman, your wife, (laughs) before you embark on any uh, uh, project whatsoever. So I went home and told her what I was thinking, and she got excited about it. I said, well, we need to name it something. And she went through some of our uh, study material and Bible studies, and, and uh, really landed on the name Timothy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she found it in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8, which says, you know, if you're not providing for your family, you're worse than an unbeliever. Uh, and then same chapter, verse 22, avoid evil.
2: Mm-hmm. And it just came together. So it became the Timothy plan. Absolutely. Well, a, a long um, career and very encouraging to hear and Timothy Plan being 28 plus years uh, as the first biblically responsible mutual fund here. But I've read your book and I've uh, heard the stories around the office. And, you know, I just want to know what kept you going through the challenges early on? I mean, being the first uh, to do something like this within the financial service industry, discouragement, how did you work through that?
1: Orlando, that's a great question, and I, you know I can joke around. The Lord has a two by four with my name on it, <laughs> it, and He uses it, and that did keep me going, right? Uh, but the, initially, it was painful. Right? Uh, people were not think investors were not thinking uh, in these terms. It was all about what kind of return can I expect, not uh, what do I own? Where is this money invested? And you know, they did not beat a path to our door. Mm. And as we say in the book, in the book, in the early days, uh, it's a very expensive enterprise that we do. Yeah. It costs a lot of money to operate a mutual fund. Uh, and we actually ran out of money four times. And you don't do that in this industry or the SEC will shut you down. Uh, and, you know, always the first time was excruciating. But at the last minute, the Lord provided additional funding. I have no, no responsibility for that. He brought it to us, he brought the idea mm-hmm. to us. And we extended, and then we ran out of money again, and that was not pleasant at all. And at the last minute, he brought in investors that I had no way of knowing, who wanted to be part of this. And the third time was a little less painful, but painful nonetheless. And again, at the last minute, the 11th hour, he brought in assets that would carry us through. And the fourth time we ran out was actually on New Year's Eve. And on New Year's Eve, uh, we had a very small staff. I'm sitting there waiting for the phone to ring because by then I, I started to get it. He he wants this to continue. Uh, and they couldn't believe how uh, calm I was because I'd already been jammed through the keyholes three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he delivered every time. And the phone rang, and we were back in business. And I guess that's when he decided he could trust us. See, you mm-hmm. can trust God. The question is, can he trust you. And the only way to know that is to be put through the fire. And it's no fun. I wouldn't want to repeat it, but I wouldn't trade it for
2: anything in the world. Absolutely. that That's so encouraging as you know, you hear stories of the Lord's provision and how he's working, um, even in those hard times through you to refine you and um, trust you with what he's given. And so um, as you were dealing with that, w- were there any Uh, obviously the Bible, but uh, any books or resources or even Bible verses in in how the Lord came to you and encouraged you to keep pushing during those times? Well,
1: where the encouragement came is when the money showed up at the 11th (laughs) hour, and I know (laughs) I had nothing to do with it. So I could read all the books in the library, and that wouldn't change what happened. Absolutely. Only he would have provided that, and every
0: single time he did. So, to get to know you a little bit more personally, Art, I know that there's there are some things that you have done prior to Timothy Plan that people might not be aware of. I I know that at one point you ran for office here in the Orlando area, didn't you?
1: Well, I actually did. I um, didn't want to. Uh, I do a lot of things <laughs> I didn't want to do. Uh, one of which was our mm-hmm. Timothy Plan. This was not my idea. It was his. Uh, but... We, we got to the point, you know, I'm not political. I detest what's become right. politics. Uh, I love scripture and biblical foundations. But we had a, a very liberal Republican mm-hmm. state rep uh, at that time. And we'd sit around and say, man, somebody's got to run against this guy. Uh, he was running for his fourth term unopposed as a Republican. Uh, we call them today mm-hmm. rhinos, mm-hmm. Republican in name only. Because uh, he was very liberal, had a four hundred thousand dollar war chest for his reelection campaign in case anybody had the nerve to run against him, and we'd sit around and point at each other. Hey, man, you run? No, you? No, I'm busy. I got business to do. I can't do it. They'd point at me and they said, "There's no way I'm going to do it." Anyway, we got to the deadline of for filing. Nobody had opposed this wow. guy, so I said, "Okay, yeah. I'll do it." Uh, I had no uh, money, no name recognition. This was back in 1990. Uh, no campaign staff or, or ground ga- We had nothing. But we had a plan. And the plan was based on the principles in the book of Nehemiah, uh, where, if you recall, Nehemiah got permission to go back to a destroyed Jerusalem and found it totally in ruins. It was impossible to ever begin rebuilding. They were surrounded by enemies that wanted to kill them, uh, just like they are today. Um, and humanly speaking, there was no way, but God gave him a plan that Nehemiah, you start by building the wall, the defensive wall, and then rebuild the city. And the way you rebuild the wall is you take every family and have them only focus on one section of the wall, period. Don't look to the left, don't look to the right. Uh, And they did. And that wall got rebuilt in a miraculous 52 days. Uh, We use that strategy. Our sections of the wall in any political race are called precincts. So our goal was to recruit one rock-solid Christian in every precinct that we could find who would only be concerned with their section of the wall, their precinct. And we had six weeks to mount up a campaign. In those six weeks, God raised up 150 Christians who had never worked in a political campaign ever before. Ever. And darned if every one of them didn't have a (laughs) two-week vacation plan because this was during the summer. So we had four weeks. And, you know, uh, in those four weeks, the biblical principle worked. We had three counties. Uh, Seminole was 75% of the district. That's where we focused. Uh, And uh, on election night, the Sentinel announced me as the winner. Uh, But then... And you know he had four hundred thousand dollars. We were only able to raise fifteen thousand dollars. We just had some uh, yard signs and a brochure. Uh, I got to Brevard County twice. We had nobody over there. I just worked a couple neighborhoods. Uh, He lives over there, my opponent. Uh, And when Brevard County came in, he shrunk that lead, a commanding lead, down to thirty six votes. There was one precinct in Orange County. I didn't even know where it was. Never got there. He did. He worked it. And when that uh, precinct came in, just that single precinct, uh, he won that election by wow. six
2: votes. Wow, my goodness.
1: But I had to live yeah. that down because that precinct contained the city of Christmas. So I was a Christian that forgot Christmas. <laughs> uh, for years, I had to live it down. I'm sorry, right, I took no, a little it's, longer. It, it's just great okay. for
0: people to get to know some of the things that you have done in, in, the, in the past and, and how active you are in the, in the community. Mm-hmm. I know you've also been part of some life Chains, correct?
1: Well, I have. Uh, and Again, that was not my idea. Uh, but life change started in Bakersfield, California on a certain day uh christians would stand on the side of the road for an hour hour and a half holding signs that say abortion kills children mm-hmm. uh, and a group wanted to do it here and they kind of for some reason pointed to me and said you know you're going to do this uh so you know i don't know how to do any of that except i do know how to mm-hmm. organize things and so we we formed a committee and uh started talking to churches say you want to participate in this thing and Had uh, people line out the route, had people get the signs, had people work with the law enforcement authorities to make sure we were in good shape there. And the first year, we had about 8,000 people line uh, Colonial Avenue in 1792, Mm -hmm. if you know where those are. And both sides of the road, uh, five feet apart, we stretched for miles. The second year... It went up to 12,000. The third year, it was 15,000 people, the biggest life chain, I think, in America. Um, And, you know, that was quite an experience.
0: Yes. I mean, gathering from all these things, you put them all together and you see how even someone that is not looking to do something, but is just obedient to what God is telling him can have such a big impact. And it could be politically, it could be. For you know human life and, and the abortion issue, and of course it can be for Timothy Plan and how that all got started. So shifting gears a little bit, Timothy Plan uses sub-advisors. They don't have in-house fund management, and I know some companies do that. Why was that decision made uh, in starting Timothy Plan?
1: Well, I may be dumb, but I am not <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Uh, I knew we did not have the capability of serving as a money manager. So we searched and, you know, we used some consultants, institutional consultants to survey all the money management firms. And we were looking for the top tier firms in each asset category. And God provided them. And that's what we have managing every one of our uh, 12 funds right now.
2: Yeah. And and as we talk about Timothy Plan here, and the funds and the screens that uh, we utilize here at the Timothy Plan, how did you land on screening companies as the way to set Timothy Plan apart? I mean, there's a lot of other perspectives out there that would say utilize any money from different resources and use that in your personal life to support things that uh, are biblical or whatever the case may be. How did, how did you land here on screening companies, especially when there was nothing like this out there at that time?
1: Well, it was uh, uh, something we had to grow into, uh, and people would ask me, you know, why uh, don't—so you just invest in good companies? Mm -hmm. And I had to tell them, no, Uh, you know, we're biblically responsible, and the Bible is very clear. There's not righteous, not one. So we were able, through our team of five full-time people who do nothing but research these companies, identify companies, for lack of a better term— that are not passively unrighteous, but are pursuing an unholy agenda. We will not put those in any of our portfolios. And those are involved in what we just uh, discussed, abortion, pornography. Uh, We won't own those companies. And, you know, if you're a solid Christian, you shouldn't own those companies. But there was no alternative, and that's what made us kind of special.
2: And so, I mean, I'm just thinking of the, uh, the cultural climate now, how things are so polarizing. You know, is there any concern that about running out of companies to invest in, especially now, it seems like companies are more outspoken and wanting to uh, virtual signal. And, you know, we see the issue with abortion and companies funding employees to go to other states for abortions and things of that nature. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Is there any concern that we will run out of companies to invest in?
1: Well, that's up to the chairman. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's brought us this far. He's going to continue to bring us uh, to the finish line, wherever Mm -hmm. that is. Uh, But uh, people might be interested, uh, wondering, you know, is there any company worth investing Mm -hmm. in? Uh, And our research right now screens out just under 10% of them. So our money managers have 90% of the universe available for their analytics to be able to decide which are the best. Uh, companies that will give us the best returns.
0: I have to say, with with companies that are out there being so forward right now in what they represent, uh, it's it's actually presented a great opportunity for Christians to really get a peek behind the curtain of what we see here at Timothy Plan every day. In that, um, you know, I know back when we started uh, Timothy Plan and we were we were in the early days, a lot of research that goes into finding out what companies are involved in. Still is a lot of research, but now companies are are so upfront about what they do that it is confronting the Ooh, average consumer yeah. on a regular basis. Absolutely. Whereas before, it was kind of hidden behind closed doors a little bit, right? Uh, that's <laughs> right, Brian. You're exactly
1: right. And in fact, that makes our, our team's job a little easier. Yeah, it certainly um, does. But yeah, people uh, – and it helps with the awareness factor because people mm-hmm. aren't – the average person has no – Um, expertise in investing they rely on advice and other people let alone where they're investing and they're becoming more and more aware of that uh in this environment and it's pretty easy all you have to do is uh, you know read a newspaper turn on the uh, tv Mm -hmm. Uh, these companies are getting old they are no longer hiding what they're doing
2: Mm -hmm. right
1: and um people are becoming more aware of and saying, man, I don't want to own that
2: company. Absolutely. And the great part of that is it's, it's almost cornering people in, you know, in, in a sense to where they have to deal with it. You know, it, it, it almost they can't use ignorance as an excuse or just not knowing because we're seeing, as Brian said, companies are very outspoken with what they represent and what they do.
0: So for the majority of Timothy Plan's existence, it has been mutual funds alone. But a couple of years ago, Timothy Plan launched ETFs. What was the uh, inspiration to kind of change a little direction and and, and launch ETFs? Well,
1: you know, we don't have long-term five-year plans or any of that. Uh, We do planning, um, but the Lord changes things. Uh, And we saw on the horizon – that exchange-traded funds were a very popular um, uh, investment vehicle. And so we started exploring and ended up launching two and then added two more. And then we we added two more about a year ago, managed by an outstanding firm who are really partners with us. Uh, and uh, they've been very popular. they are traded on the New York Stock Exchange. Um, and, you know, we just saw that, the the entire market was moving in that direction, and we thought we better get involved in it.
0: So, in in closing this out, where do you see Timothy Plan going in the future? Ten years, twenty years from now what what is your what is your vision for that?
1: Well, that's going to depend on the succession plan, <laughs> because you know I'm not young anymore, and uh, we've got a team. Of, with a deep bench of people who really care, about 30 people that are sold out to this mission, uh, which is the key. It would be very easy to compromise and get off target and you know start becoming more worldly. And they're not going to do that. We've got the kind of leadership now that are going to take over, uh, continue. Uh, I think uh, we're going to see Timothy grow substantially uh we we did just cross over two billion dollars compared to the rest of the mutual fund universe with the humongous funds out there uh, we're still relatively small but we've taken two billion dollars out of the hands of the world for for our christian investors and to speak to your question about the future uh i think um we have uh, discussed, and you guys have indicated uh, this world's getting more and more polarized, and we want to be there for the people on the biblical side of that polar divide. And um, you know, there actually, if people would come to understand an interesting statistic, if I have time to share that one, uh, something over sixty percent of all the money invested in the mutual fund. World is invested by people who claim to be born again Christians. What if we would align our behavior uh, in invest- investing, especially, and just come out from among them and be separate, as the Lord says in in Corinthians? America could change overnight because it's always about the money. And my friend Paul Blair, who who really runs our pastor boot camps that we. Fund uh, sums it all up in one simple question: What area of your life is Jesus not the Lord over, and you dwell on that for a minute, and he's the Lord over everything, including how you use money, whether you're getting in debt or spending it or saving it or or investing it. We're here for those on the investment segment of that, and they can invest with confidence. Uh, When we launched, Timothy, the question was, how in the world do you expect to get good investment returns if you screen out some of the biggest, most profitable companies in the universe? And my answer then was the same as my answer today. If, which is a big word, you are a Bible-believing Christian, obedience trumps performance every time, and we're here for that. But. 28 years, we've proven we get very competitive performance. You don't have to own those companies. Our money managers do a great job for us. And um, we're just here for the people that
0: really care. Outstanding, outstanding. So last question, where can a person find out more about Timothy Plan? Well, I
1: thought you were never going to ask that one, Brian, (laughs) but thank you for that. Uh, We have a website that even I can navigate. TimothyPlan.com. It's really simple to navigate. Uh, I would uh, commend them to go there. But one of the other things that I'm I'm pretty pleased with and proud of is call our office 1 800 Tim Plan. That phone will be answered by a human being, not a computer. And they will connect you with another human being that is there to serve you and answer your questions. Uh, We are in the service business first and foremost, as well as the mutual fund business. So either way, call us, go to the website, go to the website, get confused and call us. We'll help, uh, you know, clear some of that up. Uh, But we are here to serve.
0: Well, thank you very much, Art, for your time and for your testimony and your willingness to be obedient to God's calling. It's something that we can all focus more on. Invested with Purpose is brought to you by Timothy Partners Limited, advisor to the Timothy Plan Funds. Timothy Plan is a family of biblically responsible mutual funds and ETFs. For more information, please visit Timothy Plan's website at www.timothyplan.com. And remember to find us on all of the major social media platforms such as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn.